Four weeks ago, I was going about a normal laid-back Saturday when I found out that Ryan was missing. It seemed odd at first, and as time went on, I decided to have my wife, who was out running errands, head over to the Petersons to sit with Stephanie. The Peterson kids ended up heading over to our house shortly after, and the lack of response from Ryan continued to have us on edge. I remember pacing the front sidewalk outside of my house on the phone when I heard the terrible news that he was gone. I regained my composure knowing that I needed to announce to the kids and those watching them inside that I was leaving and would be back. I remember having to put on a face like everything was okay. But in reality, I could hardly bear to see their smiling faces knowing the information I had just received. I walked into the Peterson house a few short minutes after the police had shared the information with Stephanie and my wife. The pain that I can see, the pain I was experiencing was like nothing that I had ever faced in my life. The heartache only deepened when Stephanie came back with us to tell the children Their dad had died and wasn't coming home. Ryan and I were fairly close. We saw each other five to seven days a week, worked together, churched together, and shared a love for food and smoking meat to its perfection. I'm sure each of you gathered here knew Ryan in a unique way and had a thankful affection for him in your life. Yet none of us, no matter how close you were to him, could have seen this coming. There remains for each of us a a disconnect between the person we knew and remember in the pictures you've seen and the man who ended his life. The message which was preached the day after Ryan died has been very useful, both for myself and I know for many who have listened It's linked on the obituary page, and I would commend it to you again if you find yourself struggling with how to go forward. How do we deal with the pain and the darkness and the sorrow of that day, even even this day and the days that are to come? How do we handle the heinous evil of death and sin and not be consumed and swallowed up in darkness? This is even more difficult considering the terrible nature of Ryan's passing. The darkness and the evil of suicide needs to be recognized for what it is. It is a wicked and evil thing. It is a sinful action against God and against many others. And in no way should we ever think that it can be rationalized as okay. Abandoning one's wife and children and responsibility and relationships is wrong. The Bible tells us the wages of sin is death. Death exists because of sin. In the last four weeks, there have been hidden sins discovered that Ryan had kept from everyone for quite a long time. The weight of unconfessed, hidden, and secret sin will destroy anyone. Maybe that comes as a surprise or a shock. Maybe that causes you to question everything about the Ryan you knew and the relationship you had with him. And before you or or anyone else goes looking down in anger and in judgment, please consider this. The Bible tells us that there is no one who is good. 
all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. God says man's wickedness is great, that every thought of his heart is only evil continually. Left to ourselves, apart from the grace of God, none of us are able to hold our heads high in the sight of God. In fact, imagine with me, if I were to take everything you have ever done, everything you have ever said, or ever even thought, and display it on these projectors for everyone to see, you know just as well as I do that each of us would be ashamed. The guilt and weight of our sin is too much for anyone to bear. Which of us would not hold our heads in shame and disgrace as we are seen for who we truly are? Therefore, just as Brother Jay encouraged us, whatever, uh, whatever extent you experience things in this world that are lovely, uh, to whatever extent you have things that are good in your relationships, in your marriage, with your children, things that are wonderful, things that are enjoyable in this life, know this, it is God's grace and kindness to you. Not anything that you've done to earn or deserve it. Similarly, in whatever ways you experience good things in your friendship and relationship with Ryan, it is right to thank God for these and to be grateful to Him, even in light of the present evil that we face. You cannot safely remain in secret and hidden sin without severe consequences. You must find hope to overcome sin and darkness. Our hope in the midst of the tragedy of death and of sin and of awful evil is God in the person of His Son, Jesus Christ. God sent forth His Son to this earth as a human, as a man. Our hope in the face of evil and of sin is the death of Jesus Christ and the life of Jesus Christ. If we were to watch the life of the Son of God on this earth played back on these projectors, just as I asked you to imagine for each of us, to watch everything about Jesus as the world and God Himself saw it, every action, every word, Every thought, it would leave us humbled and awestruck at His absolute perfection and bowing our knees to Him as Lord. The only way to deal with this horrendous evil, with the weight of sin, with the pain of death, is the cross of Jesus Christ and His resurrection from the dead. Maybe you're a, a professing Christian here today. And you're thinking, amen, but, but how could such a devoted and committed follower of Jesus Christ end his own life? The reality of that question is that God's word and Jesus' closest disciples did, in fact, deal with this. There is nothing new under heaven. Here is what we know. God is good. God is is just. God is merciful. He will do what is right. 
He will glorify Christ. He will save all his children and he will be glorified. You need to know. You can trust God with Ryan and with anyone who has breathed their last and leave it at that. But more importantly, you can trust him with your life. You can trust him now with your soul. How do you face the difficulty of this circumstance? It's not by ignoring it. It's not by avoiding it. It's not by drowning out the pain with all the pleasures of this world. There's no amount of alcohol that can wash this away. There's no amount of money that will make it hurt less. There's no drug. There's no video game. There's no sexual pleasure that will bring you healing and hope. Let us not fall into temptation to escape reality. Or to think that we can escape reality just because life and death is so terribly painful to deal with. The most popular psalm for many, Psalm 23, says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. It's not around the valley of the shadow of death. It's not ignoring the shadow of death. Through this dark valley, Facing the darkness and pain head on. Can you say, I will fear no evil, for God is with me. You see, that perfect man, Jesus, who lived a sinless life for 33 years on this earth, he took upon himself the shame and disgrace and guilt of sin. He was cursed by men, condemned to death. He took the weight of sin and was hung upon a tree with nails in his hands and in his feet. He suffered as if he committed every sin. God poured out his righteous hatred for sin and sinners upon his only son. The penalty of death was paid in full by Jesus Christ. He took the place of sinners. He loved you and died upon that cross. And whoever believes will be forgiven of all their sin. Not only that, but he defeated death. Three days later, God raised him from the dead and God displayed for all the world to see. Sin's consequence had been justly paid for by his son. Satan, sin and death had been defeated by him. This is why Jesus is able to pay for your sin, my sin, your guilt, your shame. He can bury it at the cross. This is how God can forgive you and your sin. And this is also how you can forgive Ryan and not carry the anger and bitterness that can so easily dwell up in your heart towards him. There is hope. There is freedom that comes even in the midst of great darkness, even in the face of evil, even in the face of death. We are all weak. There is no one who is able, no one who can handle this circumstance in their own strength. Acknowledge your weakness before God. Confess your failures and sins and allow the light of Christ 
to shine on your life and bring you out of darkness. 2 Corinthians 4, 6. 4.6 says, For God who said, Let light shine out of darkness, has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. The God who spoke and brought forth light out of darkness is the God who spoke and brought you into existence. And He has spoken in His Word the Bible. Know this. As sure as the sun is rising over our heads, as sure as you and I sit and stand here looking at each other, be assured, God will hold you accountable to all that is written here. There is no argument you can make with God. There's no other plea that will be accepted. Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. There is a coming resurrection of the dead. As sure as the sun will rise tomorrow, as sure as you and I exist, God will raise each and every person who has lived and died on this earth to a never-ending existence. That body will be changed from, from this one, from the one that we have. And you and I will stand before God to give account, to answer to God for all we have ever spoken. Every action and every thought will be judged perfectly by Him. You will either be judged for your evil and your sin that you committed and sent into hell for an eternal death of wrath and misery and punishment, or you will be forgiven because of the death and life of Jesus Christ and welcomed into heaven for an eternal life of love and joy and peace. How do we face the evil and the darkness of sin? How do we, how do we go forward in the midst of this awful, terrible crisis? I want you to imagine with me for a moment um, that you're taking everything evil, everything dark, sin, Satan, hell, death. Uh, take all the powers of this world. Set them against God and the light of Jesus Christ. Bring sin and death. Bring everything against the Son of God, Jesus Christ. And it is like a mosquito buzzing and flying at the base of Mount Everest. See, your problem, my problem, is that we have too great a view of evil and sin and too small a view of Christ and His life and His death and His resurrection. The hope that we have, the hope that you can have, is in and through Jesus Christ. It's in His name that you can trust. It's in in His name that you can be forgiven. He is the light that shines in the midst of our darkness. He is the hope that we have for a resurrection.